Hey, Rachel. Hey, Shannon. You like reading, right? You like books? You're like a book type person? I have a library degree. I, I, I like books. I mean, it'd be really awkward if you didn't. Yes. Okay. Yes, it would. So, well, you know, you're, you're in luck. I am? <laughs> yes, indeed you are. You know why? Why, Shannon? Why? Because her friend has a new book out. I already knew that. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's right. But Distant Lands of Sand and the Men Who Died There is an all-new novel by A.E. Fletcher. Yay! What is it about? Well, Ridley lives a life others only dream of. Lazy cafe days and nights of hash and passionate lovemaking. Ooh. As a vagabond expatriate in the Medina of Tangiers, Morocco. That sounds exciting. And exotic. Indeed. But when he becomes wrapped up in an adventure and vendetta that's been brewing since World War II, he won't survive without the help of a beautiful and deadly photojournalist and a crack pilot. Like a pilot that's on crack? Or like a really good pilot? I think the latter. But I haven't gotten to that part of the book yet. Together, they must outrun an army of mercenaries to find the mythical lost city of Zerzura. That does sound exotic. Distant Lands of Sand and the Men Who Died There is Indiana Jones meets Anthony Bourdain, a pulp novel tale of adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, and delicious food. Ooh, delicious food. I would read it just for the food. Exactly. Distant Lands of Sand and the Men Who Died There is now available to order on Amazon.com. So get your copy now. Absolutely. This podcast deals with issues about LGBT families and trans-specific topics. We would love to hear from you and welcome your questions and comments. However, we will not tolerate any discriminatory language or hate speech. So please, just don't do it. Enjoy the show. Um, and and regardless of that, like how counterintuitive, if you're trying to get your kid to stop hitting, mm-hmm. how counterintuitive is it to hit them in order to tell them not to hit people? Corporal punishment is more about getting out your own frustration and anger rather than actually doing anything constructive to teach your kids to behave. When we were kids, we met at camp. After college, we got married. Ten years later, we finally had a baby. That same year, I came out as trans. This is the story of our journey. Through marriage, parenting, gender, and all the changes that life brings. This is Our Our Life Life in in Transition. Transition. something important and I'm like because <laughs> I sniff all the time it's ridiculous <clears throat> hey everybody hello thank you for tuning in again uh, this is another exciting and wonderful episode of Our Life in Transition I am Shannon and I am Rachel and uh this is episode 8 yes episode 8 yeah where we bore you with everything about our child. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be necessarily boring. We'll endeavor not to bore you. We're not going to be one of those couples that just, 
just gushy about how wonderful a child is. Everything's great. And isn't she great? And she's she is, though. She is. Um, but she's also, um, she also just turned two. And um, she's a little um, dictator. And uh, we're going to talk about trying to deal with having that in our house. Well, not just that. Not just that. Well, I no, mean, that. but now she's got, like, opinions and stuff. Yeah. That she can express. And very hardline opinions, too. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not a fan. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad that she's an independent child and that she's, you know, able... Feels able and comfortable to be like, nah. But she says nope. Yeah. It's just terrible. She's just like, nope. (laughs) And I'm like... Like, I'm sorry, who the hell do you think you're talking to? Exactly. (laughs) But, uh, uh, and she's also a giant. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she went for her two-year checkup the other day, and she's, like, really tall. And She's in the 80th percentile for everything. 81st yeah. percentile for everything. Didn't, she's, like, super tall and, like... Didn't the nurse, like, legitimately ask you, ask you, are you sure she's only two? Yes. Like, pretty, and I was like, I was there. I'm pretty sure. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's... But she is. She's, she's like, she's giant. Yeah, um, I had somebody brought in, like, their kid, like... A week or so ago, uh, to my work, and I was like, "Oh, how old are they?" And they're like, "Oh, they're three. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like not off. Like, are, do they have my two-year-old sort of could kill your three-year-old. Yeah, just step on them. He's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, um, and I don't. I'm not really sure where it comes from. You know, there are some tall people. Like, we're not short. We're 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 tall. Yeah, we're both tall, but. But I don't think, like, I've never considered myself a giant. Yeah, your dad's tall. I've got tall people in my family. My brother's really tall. Well, my dad's, like, 6'2". Like, he's not, like, super tall. Like, he's not... No, but it, it's in there. It's tall. I guess. But, like, my mom's family's not... Well, my... Okay. My mom's not tall. My mom's... Your uncle's kind of tall? Your cousin's yeah. really tall. My cousin and my uncle and... um my grandfather are tall. Um, both, I guess, both sets of grandfathers are tall. So I guess yeah, it's in there. It's in but there. I just, We weren't you know, expecting her to be that big, especially at two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right away. I was expecting, you know, maybe by puberty she would start to sprout a little bit, but, like, she's two. Yeah. And giant. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, I mean... You know, like I said, she just turned two, so, I mean, we're entering that quote-unquote terrible two phase, although I think she's been pre-gaming for a little while. Yeah, I think it started at 18 months, and I expected to go till four. Yeah, um, which is kind of weird, because, I mean, it's 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 a shift going from having, like, a baby who, you know... I she, mean, was, she, was, she was a pretty perfect baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, babies cry about stuff, because, you know, they're wet or they're hungry, but it's like, it's normal, like, oh, okay... You fix the thing and they yeah. stop crying and everything is fine. You go down the checklist, but like, uh, now it's like, okay, we're going to do this. No, we're going to do this. I'm going to curl up into a ball on the floor and then go, no, no. And then and scream. And swat at you when it's... you try to pick me up. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I've been punched in the throat so many times over the past just week. It's insane. And just, just because she's flailing. Yeah. She just, you know, she's not necessarily aiming to throat punch you. She's just flailing. Just she actually, she hugs violently too. Well, there's that. But that's okay, because <laughs> it's, it's affection. Like, 
I love you. Wham! <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's... <clears throat> and it's difficult, too, because, um, I mean, you have some physical limitations as well. So when she starts, like, trying to, like, fight over something like getting her diaper changed, it's like... When she physically resists, I just can't... It, you kind of have to wait her out. And sometimes, like, you don't have time to wait her out. But, I mean, she, like, does this, like, alligator death roll. <laughs> and I don't have... The problem is that with the EDS, I don't have the strength in my hands and arms to physically restrain her. And it's kind of frustrating. And it... it it makes me very easily frustrated because I'm like, I'm just trying to do this simple thing that's going to make both of our lives better. I'm not killing you. And she does not care. Like, yeah, uh, y y you pissed yourself and we're trying to assist you. Like, we're not trying to rob you, Frodo. We're trying to help you. <laughs> and, you know, and she's just, for whatever reason, she's like, I don't feel like doing this now. And uh, I'm going to fight for my freedom. Like, <laughs> And to be honest, I think she kind of understands that if she fights with me, I can't do anything about it, which is a problem because, you know, then she just continues to do it because she's getting her way. It's more of a problem when I'm not here. Um, I mean, when I, when, you know, I'm not like off at work or something and, and we're both here together, I usually try to either just do it outright or if you're doing it and you're having a problem, assist you, which, you know, I, as much HRT as I've taken, I'm still stronger, so I can, <laughs> I, I can kind well, of... Well, you also don't have a disability. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, Physical. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, I'm able-bodied, so I can, you know, kind of maneuver her around when she's trying to fight. Um, but it's, it's just, it just kind of came out of nowhere all of a sudden. Oh, and then I go and pick her up at daycare the other day, a couple weeks ago, and I go, oh, she's biting suddenly. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what the heck? I don't, I don't know, like, if she, if she made that up herself, or if she picked it up from one of the other kids, or what happened, but, like, yeah. I think what was happening, though, because it seems to have subsided a little bit, mm -hmm. is I think that she's getting her two-year molars. That's fun. And so I think she's chewing on things, and she just randomly, you know, decided to chew on her friends. <laughs> I mean... My, and te my so, teeth hurt. Come here. <sighs> so, like, we had to, like, teach her or try to teach her. And I don't know, like, because you never know how much is actually sinking in. Mm -hmm. That friends are not food. Another phrase that I never thought I would have to say to this child. I'm telling you, you need to write a book. Because there's a lot of things that keep coming out of your mouth that you thought you would never actually have to say. But, um... It's true. She, she's an inspiration. Yes. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, that's a ticket. And, you know, it's not just her her friends at school. Like She's, like, uh, chomped on us a couple of times. You more so than me. Um, I guess, well, I guess you're e easy prey. I don't know what's going on. She knows that I'm debilitated. <laughs> but, she goes for the weak one. But, uh, yeah, but I, I, th I think, I think I, I get punched a little more than, than bit. But, um, it's, it's just. But it's kind of something that goes in cycles. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
Like, she's stopped right now. But next week? Who knows? <laughs> like, like, surprise, Mad Butter's back. It's, it's, it's a weird kind of, um, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Um, <laughs> and, um, I mean, in, in the midst of this, we're, you know, we're trying to institute, um, a, a little more structure, um, Right, because now she can follow along. Like, she can understand, okay, it's time for this. It's time for that. It's time for something else. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're trying. But I, I've i heard the phrase herding house cats. <laughs> and, like, I get that. But there's only one of them. <laughs> and she's a two-year-old that you can communicate with. And still... If she does not want to go somewhere or do something at a particular moment, all hell will break loose. And look, some of you who are listening know my child. <laughs> and I don't want to hear, oh, she's an angel. You make all this up, blah, 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 because you are not here. <laughs> and she can play people. Oh, my God. She's so good at pretending like she's sweet and innocent and wonderful. And she is. She's sweet and innocent and wonderful. And also sometimes a demon. So just trust me on that. You're very lucky that you have not experienced the demon. Well, I think also she she has the boo-boo face. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's... When, when, I was, when I was little, there was a... There was an, a facial expression that um, my family co coined as the Boo Boo face, because that was my nickname, which is now everybody's gonna start calling me Boo Boo. But um, you know, where like I look sheepish and bat my eyes, and everybody's like, "Oh, I'm sweet and innocent." Which other people, because um, they don't deal with her as much as we do, fall for. Oh my god! And they're gosh. like, "Oh, she's just being innocent. She didn't mean it." But you know, daycare totally like. She has them wrapped. Suckers. <laughs> she has them wrapped around her finger. She like bats her eyes and they're like, oh, she's adorable. She runs that place. She does. But, um, yeah, but no, we're, we're, uh, we're, I used we're, to fall we're wise for to it. her game. Yeah. I used to fall for it. Well, I didn't fall for it, um, right away because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I made that up. Don't try. Yeah, I know that face. Yeah. That's my face. Nice try. Don't speak to me of the old magic. <laughs> I was there when it was written. Um, but... <laughs> Meme stealer. Yes, I am. But, um, you know, so, I mean, we're trying to establish, you know, firmer routines like bedtime and um, when it's time to eat. And, you know, and, and in some ways she easily picks things up. Like, you know, the other day you... Um, okay I'm, I'm trying to get you to go to sleep and you turn the light off and so now like around the same time every night she's like light off um which is nice that she can tell me um however now we have to sit in the dark until she goes to sleep <laughs> i mean there's that but i mean and, and that's the one thing like i mean she is communicating and she's very talkative um and very uh, opinionated yes um i mean and sometimes it's you know, just randomly letting us know, like, I love you, mommy. And sometimes it's, you know, which is just ridiculous. 
yesterday in the grocery store, like after I picked her up from daycare, she looked at me and she goes, I missed you and gave me a hug. And I was just like, oh, you can do anything now for the rest of the <laughs> night. Which again, at the, at the checkup, they were like, oh, she should be using like, uh, like three word phrases now. And you're like, yeah, it's Paulson's his paragraphs. She wrote a book. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, sometimes it's, it's kind of surprising what comes out of her mouth as far as you know really complex thoughts like yesterday um i cleaned up the nursery and um our it's also our office so i had like a kind of not kind of like a stress ball but like a big like red bouncy ball that i haven't actually used in a long time and so she saw it and she took it and then she was playing with it all afternoon and then like around seven o'clock you were in the shower and she just looked at me and she's like okay one, two, three, you catch it. I'm like, where did that come from? Like, hey, good counting. But then also, I'm like, what is this complex sentence? Like, here, you catch it. Like, and then toss the ball at me. Like, I, I was not expecting her to be able to communicate something like that. I'm expecting maybe she just threw the ball at my face. But no, she was like, okay, here we go. We're doing this. I'm like, oh, okay. At least she gave you warning and didn't just pick you in the face of the ball. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated that. I mean, it was a nice improvement. But, um, I mean, at, at, at the same time, we also got to watch our mouths because she's very, um, she's a little sponge. Um, so. Yes. I mean, was it last night or this morning? Like, I, I hit my tooth with my coffee mug and said, God damn it. And then she went, fuck her. Which, on the one hand, again, I'm really proud of, like, her cognition and her you know comprehension but on the other hand I'm like no don't say that <laughs> please yes. don't I'm like i'm proud of you but yes she understands the context she uses the words correctly yeah but still <laughs> like, yeah no so i mean so we have to work on that we have to work on that she's um, she's learning everything yeah um and you know it, it's good that she is able to pick up some things easily because I mean we're trying to teach her you know like routines like um, bedtime and things like that but you know also you know how to brush your teeth and you know we're getting into you know potty training time and things like that and it's one of those things where there's a lot of things in life you take for granted that when you have a kid then you suddenly have to kind of figuring like well how do I communicate how to do this to this partially communicative little person um, and you're never quite sure how much is actually being absorbed because like they don't give you feedback yeah I mean the like, only feedback I ever get when I try to make her do something is nope or I don't like it like that doesn't tell me like I understand what you're doing or what you're not doing or what I'm supposed to do. That's literally just go away, please. Yeah, I mean it's you know, and I don't want. I mean it's feedback. But yes, and I don't want people it's to not think constructive that it's it's all negative. I mean you know. No, she sometimes says I like it. I like it. I love okay, you. Okay, I love you. Um, and you know, I'm one really big step is she slept in her bed all night last night oh my god it was heart-wrenching i mean you you were <laughs> poor thing okay so we we got her to bed last night um i, I brought her 
we brought her in the room. You were having trouble. I took over. Um, we listened to some lullabies for a little while. And then she went to sleep and... I was having trouble. To be fair, I was having trouble because the rocker is right next to her bookshelf. <laughs> and she decided that she needed to pull off every book every and book. read it twice. And I'm like, oh, please, please just go to sleep. And she's like, but there's a book. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad that she has a love of reading and, and, and stuff like that. And she wants to, like, look at pictures and all of that. But I'm like, no, no, no. It is nighttime. We are sleeping. I was sitting here in the dark. I was sitting, and she was just staring at me, sure. waiting for me to read something else. R- read this by the dim light of the nightlight. Honest to God. <laughs> um... But, I mean, so I finally got her to go to sleep. Of course, I also fell asleep in the chair, but Rachel came and saved me. But, so, we put her down, and she was out. I mean, I checked on her, like, 2.30 when I got up to go to the bathroom, and she was fine. She was kind of sideways in the bed, but she was on the bed, and everything was fine. Um, but when you woke up this morning, it was it was heart... Watching your reaction was heartbreaking. Because it's some... I don't know how long she had been up. I don't know if she got up... Just woke up because she heard us rustling about, or... Um, she'd been sitting here, but she was just sitting here, like, with, like, her arms folded. Like, her, just, just her hands folded, like, She was like, just waiting. sitting on the bed, just waiting, and when I opened the door, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to wake her up, because she slept through the night and everything. Yeah. And, like, so I opened the door, and, like, she's just sitting there, and she was like, mommy! Like, with, like, the saddest, like, kind of forlorn, like, oh my god, I thought you had lo- left me forever, kind of, look. They, they, they just... They left me in the shoe, and this is where I have to live now. Like, no. Honestly, like, like, it was terrible. I was so upset. And, like, we're going to have to figure out how to teach her that, like, she can talk at the monitor and I can hear her. Like, I, because I said to her, I said, you should have called mommy. I would have gotten up early. It wasn't a big deal. I fully expected that at some point in the middle of the night, she was going to wake up and be like, where the hell is everybody? Where is everybody? Yeah. But she just was sitting there very quietly, like, this is my lot in life now. I'm all alone. (laughs) And it was just, it was so upsetting. Like, I'm glad that she slept through the night. She's a big girl. I'm glad that she slept through the night in her little bed, away from us, you know. (laughs) That was nice. It was was good. But, like, how to communicate with this small being that, like, if she calls, I will hear her and I will come and and take care of her. I mean, to be fair, I think ultimately you were more upset about it than she was, just because she got over it really quick. Yeah, because like was... as soon as we established that we were both here and yeah. like that, you know, the world hadn't passed her by, like she was totally fine. But it, uh, it, I'm still upset. I know, but like you know, but then you know. We were like, you slept in your bed all night. You're a big girl. She's a big girl. Yay. She was all happy about it. But, you know, she was just kind of like, what? Yeah, this is the new thing. She really one? likes being a big girl. Yeah. Like, you can get her to, to, like, do just about anything if you, like, tell her she's being a big girl. You know? Like, she gives up her binkies much easier and, you know, stuff like that. We've limited the binky time, you know. And, and I, I, well, you know, and I think that's kind of like, sometimes in lieu of trying to discipline quote unquote like sometimes positive reinforcement works a little bit better like instead of going okay you have to give up your binky we're going into you know we're getting out of the car and we're going to daycare or we're doing something you know if you establish a routine where like you're like 
okay, we're doing this now. And then when she does it, you're like, yay, big girl. Then she's like, cool. I'm like, it's positive. I'm getting praise for. Oh, yeah. And you can totally, when you call her a big girl, you can totally see her chest puff out. Yes. Like, she's like, mm. aha, look at me. Wow. I am mature. <laughs> but, um, you know, but that doesn't always work. And it doesn't always work, but it works a lot of the time with her. And you know what? If she's going to manipulate us, I'm going to manipulate her right back. Well, like, re- reverse psychology is um, a powerful tool in the parenting arsenal. Yes. I remember my mom always talked about when she was little, like they used to, they used to get her to help clean the kitchen. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, you're, the, you're the best kitchen cleaner. And she was all excited. And then later in life, she's like, hey, they tricked me. I long for the day that she learns how to do dishes. Oh, my God. It's going to be so great. I'm going to be so happy when like, like, oh, oh, you want to go do that thing you want to do? Teenager, here, take out the trash. It's <laughs> so wonderful. Um, but, you know, so, I mean, we've been trying to institute timeouts and things like that, which. Right, because we're not I, doing the spanking thing. We're not doing, you know, any kind of corporal punishment. Like, it's not necessary. Which I'm sure there's going to be people out there that are like, well, that's stupid. Like, you know we survived like yeah here's the thing we all survived but depending on who you are that shit is damaging i don't care what you say um and And regardless of that like how counterintuitive if you're trying to get your kid to stop hitting Mm -hmm. how counterintuitive is it to hit them in order to tell them not to hit people corporal punishment is more about getting out your own frustration and anger rather than actually doing anything constructive to teach your kids to behave. The one um, thing I saw online one time that really kind of encapsulated for me is like, okay, is your child smart enough to comprehend what you're telling them? Yes. Then talk to them. Are they smart enough to comprehend what you're telling them and why you're hitting them? No. Then why are you hitting them? Like, it's, right. if, if they don't understand exactly what's going on, then it doesn't make a difference if you hit them or not. They're not going to understand. They're just, they right. just know that you're hitting them. Right. Um, and, you know, t- trying to get a, a toddler to sit in timeout and stay there is a pain in the ass. It's frustrating. There's many times when you want to hit them because it's frustrating and you know they're hitting you and potentially biting you and trying to um, gouge your eyes out but you know if you are patient and persistent uh, eventually like they tire out before you do if you stick to it and she's pretty good with timeout i mean she understands what a timeout is Mm -hmm. ish um and I mean, she'll fight it a little bit. What she tries to do is she knows that at the end of the timeout, we make her say we're, she's sorry and mm-hmm. give a hug. So she'll try to shorten the timeout by like, but I'm sorry. You can go. I give like, you a hug. Like and here, then it's all good. Like here, mommy, hug. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 no. You're still being punished. Calm right. Down. Right. <laughs> Slow your roll. So she's, she, she knows the system now. Yes. You know, and she tries to work the system. But... You know, I find that it is working a little bit mm-hmm. because she understands the threat of a timeout. Right. Like, if you do that, you get a timeout. It stops her and makes her think. Now, sometimes she does it anyway because she's like, screw it, I'll take the timeout because I really want to do it. Like, 
fine. But she made a conscious decision to do that, knowing what she was going to get. Um, and, it's, and it's kind of uh, six and one half a dozen the other, you know. Well, no, that's not the term phrase I was looking to use. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's kind of a double-edged sword. That's the one I was looking for. Oh, yeah. double-edged sword. Where, I mean, on the one hand, like, we don't want... <laughs> we're frustrated by the fact that she's, like, trying to exert, like, her will when we don't want her to do something. But because she is so um, apt to, like, be excited about, like, doing stuff herself, um, she's taking to some things much better than... I had expected, to be perfectly honest. Like, taking to what things? Well, like, um, you know, we live on the second floor, and for, you know, a while we were, like, carrying her, which is a pain oh in the ass. Oh my god, Especially she for is you. 30 pounds. Yeah, it's, it's getting the point. It's an untenable situation. Like, we can't carry you everywhere. But, you know, if we walk down the stairs and go, okay, okay hold our hand, and then she's like, you know, like, oh, you're a big girl. She's like, oh, yeah, I get to walk down the stairs by myself. I'm a big girl. She likes it. Now we count the stairs, mm-hmm. which, I mean, just makes me mad every time I walk up the stairs. Because I'm like, why are there 17 steps? <laughs> but, but she likes to count the stairs mm-hmm. up and down. And it keeps her focused on what she's doing. Because the the one thing I will say that is a problem is that she wants to walk up and down the stairs. But she also wants to look everywhere. Mm-hmm. So one of these days she's going to go on her ass but thank goodness she also knows to hold the railing and hold mommy's hand yeah like our our neighbors are are summer people they're not here all year so um there's times when they're not around but then like they're here on the weekends and so they're having a barbecue and we're gonna going up and down the stairs she's like what's going on over there like pay attention don't fall down the stairs please (laughs) like we're counting but but yeah but she totally she wants to do stairs um she's taken to swimming pretty well she has which is funny because like at first she was like terrified um but when you stick to it and like okay we're gonna do this again we're gonna do this again and then she starts to have fun then she's now she wants to jump in the pool she wants to jump in the pool on her own it's like no 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 we won't, we're, we're going to hold you yeah, and do this hold you and do this because like you still can't like take like a face full of water yeah you know and she's still not a fan of floating on her back because i feel like she i think she feels like she's out of control yeah but um but she's i mean she's trying she's trying to to kick and she likes to splash around and she I mean, likes the water we went swimming on labor day and she tried to like swim out of my hands over to you i'm like oh where are you going <laughs> i know like i appreciate your uh, confidence but uh i i don't uh, believe that myself so i know <laughs> And we also just got her, uh, for her birthday, we got her a scooter, which mm-hmm. is a sit-on scooter, yeah. but also then it converts, like, you can take the seat off and then and pull the handlebar up, and then it's a stand and, and go. And yeah. to be fair, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen sooner rather than later, because she's too tall for the sitting one. <laughs> yeah, but she, oh my god, she was so excited when we gave it to her for her birthday. Oh my gosh, like crazy and she was like, I go, I go, I want to mm-hmm. go. Like, she wanted to go everywhere. Just sitting there going, beep, beep. Yes. Which, again, I'm like, where did that come from? How did you equate that to, like, being in a car? What was happening? But, um, you know, but she's she she's taking easily to things like that. We also just switched around her utensils because um, we had 
some, I, I guess they were still kind of babyish utensils. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was having trouble with them. We gave her some bigger ones, and she's like, cool, I'm going to sit here and eat by myself. I don't need any assistance. And she actually really doesn't like if we try to feed her. She's like, no, she's she'll like, stop. She'll stop and go, no. Mm-mm. But then we just, you know, we put it in the bowl. She's like, cool. And then she'll just eat whatever on her own, which, I mean, it's nice because we can eat our own dinner and, like, and not have to stop what we're doing to. My mother hadn't had a warm meal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's still that, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's cold, but we get to eat it on our own. <laughs> um, but you know, and like you know, like we said, and and she's she's excited about about sleeping in her bed. Like, y- yeah, she is. I just um, she's more excited about it than I am. It's <laughs> I'm happy that she's making the big step. I just want to make sure that she understands that she's not alone right. alone you know that kind of really like hurt my heart this morning and i felt like i had done something terrible as a parent you're a monster like it's fine like it's Pretty okay much. like i'm i'm genuinely concerned that i may have scarred my child for all of eternity and i know that that's mostly because i have really severe anxiety problems but you know part of me is just a little concerned that you know, she may never want to sleep by herself in the dark again because she thinks that we're late. Like, you know what? A lot of it is going to depend on, we'll see tonight how she reacts. Yeah. And over the next few days, how she reacts to being by herself in the bed, you know, and, and if it improves, you know, or if she totally like flips out when we try to put her to bed. And then we'll know that we have scarred her for life and... We have to get a king size. Listen, if, if the worst thing that we do is that she feels like she's alone for like a couple minutes sitting in her own room in our house, like it'll get better by the time she's a preteen. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, my own room. Yeah. It's fine. Like, listen, we're, this isn't like, you know, horrible parenting stories like from Home Alone. This isn't, you know, did you ever leave your kid at home? No, but I left him in a morgue once. Like, it's not like that. <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> It's 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 fine. Like you know, kids are resilient. Give them a couple of days; they'll be fine. But you know, it's she's she's gonna be okay. It's a funeral home. I, yes, I I realized that as soon as it came out of my mouth. But you know, honestly, I don't even like Home Alone, and I know it better than you. I know it just slipped out of my mouth, and I was hoping that nobody would notice. But here we are. And they weren't fine. They started talking again after a few days. <sighs> Well, I guess I have to go watch that movie now. All right. Thank you. Just as long as I'm not around. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to the show. If you like what you hear so far, subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, be sure to share with your friends and family so they can enjoy as well. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. I mean, looking forward, um, I guess where we're at is the next big obstacle is potty training. Mm-hmm. I look for all of your tips. Yes. Please, if you have tips about potty training, except for the one, look, people, what you want to do with your children is fine. You got hardwood floors or tile, whatever. If your advice is to just take off the diaper and let them pee and poop wherever... You just keep it to yourself. Yeah, no. No, thank you. No, thank we you. We have carpet. 
I do not need to be carpet cleaning every freaking day until she gets the hang of it. Because if we don't, if we try to carpet clean it and we don't clean it up perfectly, then the dog's going to be like, somebody peed here. This is my house. No, no, you don't. And then she's going to pee everywhere. Yes, yeah, seriously, and we, don't need that. we do not need a territorial peeing contest between the child and the dog. I mean, they already have an ongoing pissing contest about like sitting in your lap. Yes. Well, that's not really... Yes. A, a metaphorical pissing contest. <laughs> Nobody actually pees on me. <laughs> that took a weird turn. <laughs> you did it. I didn't mean that. <laughs> but, but yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're very there's jealous. A var- there's a rivalry there. Yes, there is. Okay. Although she tries to hug, hug the dog, but I think it's... She tries to hug the dog and the dog lets her, but I think only because the dog is frozen in terror. <laughs> Well, it's it's sort of like like hug, squeeze. I mean, she tried to like squeeze the life out of one of the kids at daycare. So I think it's, I don't. I think it's like that one scene in uh, we just saw scary stories to tell in the dark, and and the pale woman that just like hugged hugged the kid to death. It's like that. She's just very. Uh, she didn't hug the kid to death. She absorbed the kid. Well, she hugged him and then just. But yeah, she's kind of. <laughs> it was an awful sound. It was, but. Um, yeah, so, I mean, she's, she's violently affectionate, so, and the, and the dog recognizes that, and, and jumps into the playpen, and is like, oh, no, you don't, and jumps back out, but, <laughs> um, so, I mean, we're, we're trying to figure out ways to potty train her. I mean, she, she's kind of started a little bit on her own, because the big kids at daycare mm-hmm. use the potty, and so she wants to try, yeah. because Because she's kid. a big girl. Yeah. You know, and so that's good. She hasn't quite got the knack of telling us beforehand. Like, she's very good at saying, you know, I went potty. Yeah. And telling us when she needs her diaper changed. But she hasn't quite gotten the I have to go potty thing down. I mean, part of that is we have to establish a routine. That's another routine that we have to establish of um, asking her if she has to go potty putting her on the potty right before she asks to go pot like all of that you know just putting her on the potty at established times and things like that. i mean she's really good about like in the middle of dinner just being like i pooped you know and yeah she did and you know then she'll want to go sit on the potty but like yeah Ned, at that it's, point it's, it's it's too late sweetie. it's too late and also like and part of it is also us being selfish with our time. You know, we should let her sit on the potty and get the feel of being on the potty and all of that. But we're more like, um, okay, can we change your diaper so that I don't have to sit here for half an hour and, like, pretend like you're going to go potty more? Like, it's over. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's something that we kind of have to adjust a little bit. Um, and then the other thing is, like, right now, she's still kind of in a... She's in... She's in a restricted zone. Yeah. I mean, we, we have to, you know, keep her penned and away from, like, certain parts of the house. Because um, one of her favorite pastimes, like, when we try to let her out is just, like, pulling books and DVDs off of the shelf and just, like... I mean, she's fast. I mean, she's really, like, efficient at it. And oh, yeah. She's efficient at it, and when you tell her no, and she knows that you're coming at her to stop her from doing said thing she gets faster yeah yeah she she giggles gets faster and then when you get closer then she scurries away right like oh, probably taking like, one of them with her right and going mine right 
and then you have to wrestle it away from her, and then you have to put her in time. It's just, it's just a mess. And the problem is, there's not really a good way to childproof all of that. Yeah. Like, I mean, short of putting a custom building, a door that we can lock on the six-foot bookcase. I mean, it and, can be done. But, I mean, uh... like, it's, it's not... It's prohibitive. Right. So it's really a matter... And I'm hoping that as she gets a little bit older and starts to understand more of the yeses and nos and things like that and the and the consequences, right. that she's going to be a little better with that. Yeah, I mean, it's the... Once we can get her to comprehend the high concept of... If you do this thing, then you will get that punishment that you don't like, and she knows that ahead of time, then it'll sink in, oh, if I do this, and it's going to be bad, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, but sometimes she gets ornery, and 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 I just, I have one of those Jesus take the wheel moments, <laughs> because I'll say, you know, do you want a timeout? Like, if you keep doing that, you're going to get a timeout. I say, do you want a timeout? And she'll go, yes. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, oh, this child, this child, like. I wish I could convey in words the, like, arrogant face that you just made displaying how she says yes. Because that's exactly what it looks like. Oh, it's so like, arrogant. It's yes. like, like, sure, you have no power over me. <laughs> this isn't Labyrinth. Yes, we do. Yeah, we totally do have that. But. But so, I mean, we also have to get to the point that, that time out is a, is something that she's definitely doesn't like. Right. You know, and I mean, I've gotten to that, you know, the TV goes off the, you know, she gets put in a seat and she's not allowed to move, you know, and, uh, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but, but I'm also hoping that we can establish some expectations because now she's at the point where she's actually like learning cognitively so we can say you know before we go somewhere okay this is what's going to happen and this is how we expect you to behave and i mean is that always gonna like work no but i think it works better over time it's kind of trial and error right well i think it, it like anything when you're training, it's repetition. Mm-hmm. You have to keep doing it and keep saying it, you know. Okay, so the first time in church when you say, okay, we expect you to be quiet and everything, it didn't go that well. No. She gives a beautiful rendition of Baby Shark during the sermon. But if over time we keep saying, okay, we're going to church now and we ha- you can color and you can do this and you can do that, what you cannot do is... Scream. Run around. Run run around. Hit things, throw things. You know... Tear the hymnals apart. I think over time, she's going to understand, okay, this is church. This is what is expected. And I think it's just a matter of of being repetitive about all of those I mean, to be fair, this past past Sunday, uh, the last him when they were about to do the recessional like she heard the organ start and she was like up because she knew i was gonna pick her up and we were gonna sing again right and that's the point there's 
a routine. Right. And she's learning the routines. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's the thing. It's like, not to compare our child or anybody's child to a pet, but people comprehend it a little bit better when you, like, have, like, a dog or something that, like, okay, we're going to have to train them to do things. Um, but people forget that with, with, small, they, with small humans. They have to also be trained. I mean... Because every other person you meet, you expect, like, oh, they comprehend things. And I can just say, this is this way or this is that that way, and they're going to get it. But when they're little, they have no reference point. So you have to... Right. You have to establish that. But it's it, it takes time. And I think the key where a lot of people uh, go sideways is just patience. It's it's hard. It's it's really hard. And, like, I am not criticizing anybody who who struggles with patience because i struggle with it daily (laughs) daily every morning when i try to get this child dressed or try to change this kid's diaper or every night when she's starting to get tired and she just because here's the other thing like and this is a little aside but when she starts to get tired she revs up and then collapses yeah but the rev up part she is like hell on wheels it's kind like, of it's like a supernova. She explodes oh and then re- and then retracts. God, and goes dormant. <laughs> but it is very frustrating, especially when you've had a long day and you're tired mm-hmm. and like, I mean, so I totally get the frustration. The thing is, you have to find a way to curb your frustration so that you can like effectively deal with the insanity. And if you have a partner, if you're not doing this on your own, um, then you just have to. Be a be on the same page about how you're going to deal with the small human, but then also, you know, when you need a break, you, you don't be afraid to tap out. You need, you need you need you need to tag out. You need to be like, okay, it's it's your turn. Yeah, you jump in, and yeah. you gotta work together um, because it's not all one person's responsibility. And I feel very lucky that when um, Shannon is at work, sometimes at, at night. Um, I have my mom and sometimes my sister here um, and I spend evenings a lot of the time when I'm alone with them because it does give me a little more support. Right. Because there are days that I'm just like, I cannot do this. And I, all kudos to single parents. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I do not know how anybody survives as a single parent without losing their mind. You are awesome and super strong and more power to you. And, you know, and I think a lot of the key is a good support system. Mm -hmm. But whatever your support system is, I mean, sometimes when you got to lean on it, don't be afraid to lean on it. Because that's that's what it's for. Right. Um, And it's better for your kid overall. You know, if if you're not because like nobody wants to, you know, hear when their kid has grown up, say, oh, my God, my mom used to be such a monster. Yeah. Like. And OK, we've all said that. But it was probably when we were being emotional, bratty teenagers. And that's yeah, I mean, not what I'm talking fine. about. <laughs> like, I'm talking about when the kid's like 30 and in therapy. Like, that's when you don't want to be called a monster. Like They left me in my own room to sleep in my own bed. It was I mean, terrible. If, you're, <laughs> <laughs> if you're 
if your 15 year old calls you a monster, you're doing something right. Keep going. Like, <laughs> <laughs> usually. Yeah, yeah. It's usually. You know. it is. But um, I mean, I'm interested to see, you know, how she continues to develop. But, you know. Oh, my God. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that by six, she's going to outpace us entirely. Well, I mean, she's she's frighteningly smart. Let's have to let's have to direct her into let's have to direct her into positive outlets. Right, because like she has the makings of a supervillain too. Like, yeah. I mean, it could go either way. It could go either way because she's like super smart and like she's. We just have to make sure that we guide her like away from like evil, evil, <laughs> and you know, we don't let her establish a secret lair and like. You know, use your powers for good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think we've rambled on about our child long enough. I'm sorry if it was boring. I'm not. But our kid is really awesome. I'm sure you all have awesome kids, too, mm-hmm. if you have kids. You know, if you don't have kids, maybe you have awesome pets. And they might be very precocious, too. Or maybe you're just awesome in your solitude. That can be awesome. That is also true. Enjoy that. And just think about all the things you're avoiding. You've listened to this podcast, Mm -hmm. and maybe you've made a decision. Maybe you're like, oh, no, that's not for me. I'm going to enjoy the single life. Hey, it's fine. Or not even the single life. Maybe just the childless life. And that's okay, too. And for for, for, for those of you who have made that decision, this can serve as a reinforcement <laughs> but i have to say the uh when she hugs you and says i love you it's it's all worth it so oh my god uh heart melting mm-hmm. and she knows it and that's why i'm like do you really lo-? sometimes i'm like do you really love me or is this all a clever manipulation and you don't know and you just have to kind of be like no i'm gonna just go with the fact that she really loves me you know what? it's like the matrix it's like i know the steak isn't real but I don't care. It's delicious. <laughs> don't look at me like that. I don't understand Matrix re- Matrix references. I'll have to show it to you. Anyway. Oh, God, please no. <laughs> okay. All right. It's well, time to go. Is it? Is I, it I, I gotta get ready for work, so yeah. Oh. She's not ready for work. No. I'm sitting here with a t-shirt around my head drying my hair. I feel like people didn't need to know that. Okay. So, um, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have another exciting episode in a few weeks. Yeah. And um, I am Rachel. And I am Shannon. And this has been Our Life in Transition. Bye. See ya. Thank you again for listening to Our Life in Transition. This show is hosted by Rachel and Shannon McDill. Our producer and editor is Shannon McDill. Theme music is Seize the Day by Jens Kilsoft. Check him out at jens.kilsoft.net. 
Support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash OLITPOD. That's forward slash O-L-I-T-P-O-D. Your support makes this show possible. Thank you.